How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's topic is about attachment theories impact on relationships. And there are a couple different attachment styles that people develop over time. So let's dive into them. So the three different attachment styles are secure, avoidant, and anxious. So after taking a social psychology class this last semester, I learned a lot about the different types of attachment styles. And a study done by Mary Ainsworth was examined within infants, which looked at three different types of attachment styles in those infants. So the first style was securely attached babies. So they cried when the caregiver left, but they were calmer when the caregiver returned. In this situation, the caregiver was used as a source to explore the environment. Second was the anxious avoidant babies. These babies avoided the caregiver. They were unaware of when their parent came and when their parent left. Their parents showed very distant and ignorant personalities. And lastly, the anxious ambivalent babies cried the whole time that their parents were gone. And even when they came back, they were very difficult to calm down. They would be very clingy, but then would fight the closeness of their caregiver. And their behavior was very sporadic. Now, it's important to see that these three styles reflect in adult relationships. So first, the secure attachment style. This style reflects trust, a lack of caring about being abandoned because that individual knows their worth and reflects confidence in their life. When we see people who have fulfilling relationships and marriages, these people tend to have this secure attachment style. They don't have that jealousy trait where their significant other goes out to play golf with their friends and they feel like they're losing their spouse. They recognize that they're not two halves that make up a whole, but two separate individuals who are able to have their own lives but at the end of the day, come back to each other and maintain that trust. Next is anxious ambivalent, which can be described as worry that others will not reciprocate their love for you, even when you show love for them. This is when you start to become clingy in relationships and keep trying to hold on and get discouraged because you feel they aren't reciprocating. We've all seen these types of people who are so clinging and can't take a hit. My friends that are girls talk about this with guys they're talking to all the time. And they explain the texting conversation and I'm like, how could someone be so unaware of the hints that you're giving that you're not interested? And they continue to keep reaching out because they're so afraid of losing them. And this is not to say that every person acts this way who has an anxious, ambivalent style. That's not true at all. This is just an example. Because some people genuinely love their partners and care so much about them, but their partners might fool themselves into believing that they aren't reciprocating even when they are. They have that feeling that they aren't as worthy of their love and begin to start creating this story around why they aren't loving them. When in actuality, they really do show that love to their partner. So again, anxious ambivalent people aren't always those super desperate clingy people, but can be those that just have a lot of self-doubt around their partner and they create these false stories because of those insecurities. And lastly is the avoidant attachment style, which are the people that have issues with developing close relationships. They don't recognize their attachment needs as much and almost inhibit them. And as a result, don't get the closeness that the other attachment styles might get. These people have the hardest time entering a close and genuine relationship out of the three attachment styles. Now, as we examine the attachment styles in babies and adults, Let's try the similarities between how the parents responded to them and how this influenced the style later on in life. So securely attached babies had responsive caregivers. As a result, they were able to feel that consistent love and felt that worth. They had trust with their parents and this manifests itself later on in an adult life 
where we're able to establish that feeling of worthiness for ourselves. The anxious ambivalent babies had unpredictable parents. They always had to guess what was going to happen and were always wondering which led to that uncertainty later on in life. And finally, the anxious avoidant had rejecting parents, which ultimately had the opportunity to influence this type of lack of intimacy later on in life that their parents showed them. But this isn't to say that your attachment styles can't change or develop throughout your life. That's not true at all either. Your attachment style may very well evolve from your infant self to your adult self. But understanding the patterns and relationships from being a baby to being older is definitely eye-opening. Now, finally, understanding these different styles amongst partners is important as well. So going along with the Ainsworth study, let's examine the different styles. First is one secure partner being with another secure partner. This is the ideal pairing for a long-term relationship considering this relationship is built on two individuals' trust in one another and those that are comfortable with separation as well are those securely attached individuals. Next is secure and anxious ambivalent. This, as the social psychology book states, can work if the securely attached person is patient and tolerant of the ambivalent person. Anxious ambivalent and anxious ambivalent are next. So two anxious ambivalent people. So communication here is very key because these individuals have tendencies to be clingy and to lack trust, developing an understanding for their partner and what irritates them and causes that jealousy or that feeling of insecurity can help maintain that trust. Next is anxious ambivalent female and anxious avoidant male. So as the research mentions from the book, these styles can work when each person can recognize that this style is related to stereotypes regarding gender. And then anxious avoidant and anxious avoidant. This doesn't occur as often because these individuals are less likely to get into those close relationships. As we said, they may experience commitment, but the intimacy might be lacking. So those are how the attachment styles play out in relationships and what you can kind of expect from those. But again, it's not like this is definitely how it's going to work. This is definitely how it's going to work, but it definitely paves a way to understand how they can play out in different relationships. Now, these are different attachment styles and how they look within infants and adults, as well as how those dynamics can play out in the relationships with significant others, as I just mentioned. And I encourage you to explore your own attachment styles and understand it in the context of how you raised, like I was able to learn through this Ainsworth study. How has your style changed? How have you evolved? And what things can you do further to allow better relationships with your significant other or just friends and family in general to live a more happy and fulfilling life. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19-year-old-trink-podcast and my personal page is WJG23. But hope you have a great rest of your day and take care. Have a good one.